We've got some fresh Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more how to turn that content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Today, how to cultivate a champion mindset while transforming your life. I'm so pumped that up. That sounded like 2020 to me. Man, today's <laughs> guest, he, he's going to rock your world. It's going to be amazing. I know. I just had like a two-minute conversation. I'm all rocked. I know. He, uh, it's all good. It's he, all good. he has such an amazing personality, a great sense of humor, but he is so freaking wise, and he has a pretty cool life story too, so I can't wait to... To dig in. Sweet. Fancy. Before we get started, do we have a sponsor today? I never thought you would ask, my uh, brother. And yes, indeed we do. And today's sponsor is ourselves. Yes, we are our own sponsors with Content Momentum. You can do that? And yes, you can. You might be asking yourself, <laughs> what is Content Momentum? Well, if you produce a long-form piece of content just like this one that you're listening to or watching and you want to turn it into value-packed, bite-sized assets, so then you can send them like little mini to the social media world and amplify your contribution. Let's go. Again, don't make noise, but amplify your contribution. Then we want to help you out. Slide into the DMs at Bizbrosco on Facebook, on Sweet. Instagram. I know you're going to love this interview, so go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping every Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays on your phone, and Monday, Wednesday, Friday, live on Facebook. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's right. At Beast Bros. Everywhere. Cool, everywhere. Our only ask for today is that if you enjoy this episode, and if you believe this message can change somebody's life in a way, please, please share it. Yes. And leave a five-star review. Thank you. Sweet. We are in for a treat today. In 2016, Dos X announced that it was the ending of the most interesting man in the world. Truth is, they had no choice because there was a new most interesting man in the world, and he is here today with us. Indeed. His epicness is unprecedented. Today's guest is here to bring out the best in you. He is an extremely successful podcaster, Marine Corps veteran, and owner of the Success Champion business. He helps businesses grow through referrals and badass collaborations. I'm telling you, today's guest is speaking art language. He not and that's not Spanish. You should have put that I in know. there. He, he, I'm <laughs> talking about the badass language. The badass language. <laughs> He's a 40 under 40 of Fort Worth, Texas, and hosts the number 22 podcast in the world. Please welcome owner of Success Champion, the new most interesting man in the world, and total badass, Donny Boyman! That's so awesome. Man, I am going to have my team do nothing but go find that fucking intro, and just um, that's going to be on every website, everything we ever do, because I felt like I just walked into a stadium or something. Well done, boys. Ah, thank you. Thank you, Donnie. Appreciate it. And you- How many times have you guys had to practice that intro, though, being able to get the commercial right and everything else? I mean, that, that wasn't your first rodeo. So, so uh, every intro that we do is live, episode 20 was the first time that we did it. We're in episode 134. Nice, guys. Uh, well done. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you. Appreciate it. And, and you know what? <laughs> I actually, I, I love that you mentioned that you feel like you were walking into a stage because the first time that we came up with an intro like this or thought was, 
what if we make them feel like this is a digital stage, right? What if right. we make them feel like they're walking out in stage, you know, in front of a big audience and get them all hyped up. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a little disappointed you didn't send me like a box of confetti or some shit or, you know, some things I could have popped off if I walked through. I, mean. I know, I know. We got, we got to elevate the game we, next time. I know. Johnny, you know what our fear was when the first time that we did this? Like we did it with, with our own coach at the time, or it still is, but like we're like, okay, what's the worst? it can happen right and it's like he just logs off and leaves and what he the expression in his face was very similar to you and that told us we're on the right path let's create an experience and, and it just sets off the conversation to a great start which it happens so thank you donnie first i want to no, say thank well you for done. for being here with us uh and we don't worry about your team we'll send you that we'll, clipper we'll, we'll so we'll keep it up we'll make it all nice and dandy and just send it to you you got done. it like this is, we want to make this about you and we want for you to share your story, you know, and explain a little bit of the audience that might not know who you are, you know, where you come from, why are you doing what you're doing today and what is it that you're doing today? Awesome. Well, thanks guys. So like I said, Donnie Bovine, CEO and founder of Success Champion, man, I'm a 20 year sales guy that got tired of making everybody else wealthy. Um, at the age of 40, I finally decided to jump out of my own and launch a business and, you know, I have been a really successful sales guy, sold millions upon millions of dollars in different, you know, companies and in different interests, but I'd never run a business. So six months into running my business, uh, Success Champion, I was cocky. I thought I knew everything. I thought that I could take on the world, but I didn't know how to run a business. So mm. at six months in, I ended up looking at my wife and saying, babe, we're about to lose every fucking thing we own because I could sell, but I had no idea that you know, as a sales guy, you sell shit, somebody else takes care of everything, right? Yeah. They they do all the mechanics, the works, the operations, the billing, all that stuff. But as a business owner, I didn't know any of that crap. So mm. I got caught up in working in the business and not on the business and ran it straight into the ground. Well, in 2018, yeah. I, I found podcasting. And podcasting is what allowed saved my business essentially. Yeah. It turned everything around, and we launched the show Success Champions. Five months later, it became uh, a top two hundred podcast in the world, and it stays up there quite often. Um, you know, I think the, the, this morning we were like ninety seven overall of all wow. podcasts. But um, from there, we launched a Facebook group, we launched a magazine, we launched a, the Badass Business Summit. And then in March of 2020, we launched Success Champions Networking Groups, and uh, we just continue to change how the world networks and, you know, focus on getting small businesses to actually get to that business freedom shit that they set out to to, <laughs> to have. Yeah. And we have a lot of fun in the process. So, oh, so a so lot good. of shit, but... <laughs> but we're having fun as we go. <laughs> I love amazing. it. I love it. I mean, I, the, your smile says it all, right? Like, I, I think you have purpose. I think, you know, your your message is on point. Like, you have, looks like you have an amazing community. I'm going to have to go in and be a part of that now. Like, it's just like, that's it, right? And and before Fonzie starts with the really smart questions, because that's, that's, that's what he does. That's why he has the glasses. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious, right? Because sales guy that starts running a business and... 
I don't think I've considered myself a sales guy or Fonzie's never considered himself a sales guy. Uh, but, you know, I, I worked in the fitness industry selling memberships, right? So I'm like, I thought I knew something about this. Never sold. Wait, you worked in fitness? I thought you had to be a big dude to work in fitness. Right? Well, <laughs> if you look below the table for oh. those watching, I might be rolling. Yeah. yeah define, <laughs> define big dude. <laughs> not that. Not, not, not Luis. It's okay. It's okay. I can take it. I'm rolling down the street, Fonzie. Okay. Okay. Did you tell him I need to go work out? Okay, that's fine. That, that's, that's my new agenda. I'm telling everybody, hey, so, guys, let's hit him, you know, yeah, with that. I know, man. It's all good. <laughs> I got the message, Fancy. Uh But, you know, I was I was managing sales team. I was managing the coaches, right? I, I, I was a fitness studio uh, uh, manager, right? So so there's elements of business, elements of sales and, and what it is, right? But at the end of the day, for those small businesses, we're always looking, or at least I was, for that frictionless sale. The guy that will walk in and be like, I want what you offer. Here's my money, right? And normally, right, what I encounter in those occasions at, at that level, and I think a lot of the audience can relate to, is a lot of resistance, right? Like, do I need to convince him how? And through our journey, we kind of learn the way just through positioning, through the content itself, right? Like through the the way that, that we publish, through the conversations that we tackle, that that allows it to do. And then on the other side, the business side of things. So uh, how was how was that transition for you? Like wh what was your biggest pain when you're like, okay, I'm really good at the selling side of things. Like I can make this happen. And then on the, on the other side, on the operation side, how do you figure that one out, right? Because I feel like me, I'm the integrator. Like I'm the one like comes in and has the system and the team then goes execute on it and we receive feedback on it. Fonzie is a dreamer guy, right? And we're working on the sales side of things right now to achieve that frictionless sale. Now, how was that transition for you? Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm I'm busking your chops when I give you this answer, but it, but there's only a reason. So, any situation where you have a customer that just walks through the door, readily able to say yes or no. I'm going to be very polite and say that's not necessarily sales. And the reason being is at that point, it's yours to lose. They're walking yeah. in to see you, right? So so just in, in context. So for me, sales is the ability to go from I've never met you. You've never heard of my company. Let me reach out and say hello. We get a conversations going and going from I don't know you to I trust you. And now we're doing business together, okay? So it's it's a little bit more different of a complex sale that most people aren't ready or used to. Yeah, Nothing wrong with that. And I don't fully mean to say that it's not sales. It's just a different level of sales. So yeah, um, because you still got to get them to a yes or no. Yeah. No, by you the know, way, by the way, I, I think like you're the guy that would challenge ideas. So 100%, please go there because this is why we do this show, right? Like, and, right, uh, right. so thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and my problem, you know, being a sales guy, selling is, is truly, truly the easiest thing in the face of the earth. And let me explain. Most people do not have a sales problem. They have a business development problem. Because sales is really that end moment where you get into the yes-no conversation, right? You sit down. They tell you what their problems or issues or pains are. You walk them through how potentially your shit can solve their problems, you know, pains. You know, that's the end portion. That's the sales conversation. The skill and talent comes from the ability to get to that conversation. And because most people, you'll hear them. They're like, dude, if I could just sit across from them 
right? If I can just get to that conversation, right? Most times I can get the deal done. Yeah. But most times people have no fucking clue how to get to that conversation. That's where marketing guys like you really come into play, you know, and that's why, you know, having shows and, and all the other business development tools out there are just absolutely amazing things to have. So I always tell people, don't worry about the sales side of things. Mm. Get to the business development. Do the shit that gets you to the show. And if you can get there, man, life is good and things will take care of themselves. So so for me, I was really good at the business development side of things. Sales came easy just because of so many years of doing it. Yeah. So, but But getting all that activity and going was really, really easy. My problem was... I didn't know the operational side, so I didn't know how to do the delivery. Yeah, you know, I could sell it, but then I'm, I didn't understand that I had to come back and, you know, actually do what I said I was going to do. <laughs> then, oh shit, I got to bill it right. Yeah, and 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 then you know I've got to make sure the plan's ongoing, and I make sure, and then you know my clients were getting what I told them they would get, and I would be so vested in them that when they would get done, they're like, "Hey, high five! We got what we needed, ready to go." I'd have no other prospects Yeah, because I spent so much time getting them where they needed to go that, that I was just flat out in this constant mode of desperation that I've got to get a new deal. And for me, what I found was my struggle wasn't a business development sales struggle. My, my struggle was going from an employee mindset to a business mindset Wow! because as an employee, Right, your job is to shut up, do what you're told, and get the fucking thing done. You know, that's what you do as an employee. Yeah, they say, Here's your quota. You're like, Cool, let me go crush that number, get that knocked out of the park. And then they're like, Cool, here's your next quota. Yeah, and it's really, really easy. You just rinse, wash, repeat, and you don't question, you just make that shit happen. But as a business owner, one, nobody's handing you a quota, nobody is saying you got to get here, you got to make that shit up on your own. Two, Nobody is holding you accountable to anything. So you got to hold yourself accountable, which is a new thing going from an employee to a business owner, right? So this is all this new learning. Well, if you take that employee mindset into running a business, now you're trying to get all the shit done, (laughs) right? You're doing everything, right? Okay, I got to do this. Oh, I got a bill. Oh, I got to take out the trash. I got to do. And so you're trying to do what you did as an employee and there was no questions. No ask you just get it done. Yeah. Well, if you're the only guy in your company getting shit done, great. You've created a beautiful job for yourself, but not a business. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, the reason I say podcasting taught me business is because I was getting to interview some of the biggest names in the world. You know, Neil Patel, Shailene Johnson, you know, Mike Michalowicz, you know, mm-hmm. some great people. But and I knew I just couldn't have a shit show by by bringing these people in. So I couldn't just say, hey, jump on my show. You know, there need to be processes, systems and things in place. And yeah. I wasn't going to edit my own stuff. So now I had to outsource the editing and get people. So it taught me how to hire and outsource. And then, you know, we had to learn how to market. And I know enough marketing to be dangerous, but I didn't know all the ins and outs. So I had to engage people that knew how to market. And so I screwed up a lot of things and got to the point to where my job is to be out front and be the face of the company, make a lot of fucking noise, be interviewed, be on shows, be on stages, anywhere I can be to be out front. 
Yeah. So my team can really make me look like a badass because I don't think I'm that much of a badass. <laughs> I think I got a fucking awesome team that allows me to keep being out here doing this kind of shit because they're geeking out on the things they do. At least the hat so, is pretty cool. I'm just going to say that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Donnie, I, I love everything you said, and I just want to read this line from your website. I, I love it. I was like, how can I include this in the intro? And it says... You better be ready for the bad badassery that is Donnie <laughs> Boyvin. I'm like, man, this is so cool. So shout out to the team. Shout, shout out, out to, to the, the team. team. Yeah, yeah. Good, I mean, you are a badass indeed, but they they make you look very extremely epic badass. So shout out for them. And you know, Donnie, while you're sharing this story, all I could think about was you know, you were operating in that comfort zone, which was sales for you at the beginning, right? Like you're like, oh, I'm confident in this. I'm just going to, like you said, knock it out of the park and then do it all over again. And you were neglecting the the discomfort zone, right? You you left that side because you probably didn't feel too confident operating in, in that part of the business, right? And then I'm like, wait, but he is a Marine, a Marine uh, veteran, right? I'm like, I'm sure they go through very uncomfortable situations in life. So I'm extremely curious to know what did you learn from the Marine Corps that you tied to business, right? Did it teach you to lean into these uncomfortable moments? Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of lessons that you applied from, you know, the Marine Corps to the business life. Yeah, so, you know, it's fascinating is... Marine Corps was a moment in time, right? You know, and I love doing it. I'm very proud that I did it. But for the longest time, I couldn't correlate what I learned in the Marine Corps to what I did in the business world until um, I was at an event and somebody asked me, they're like, how did you learn to go through shit and keep pushing yourself even when you didn't want to? And I said, um, you know, it was really fascinating. And then it's like almost like I remembered a whole scenario that I'd forgotten, but when I was going through Marine Corps boot camp, it was around training day 17, 17 days in the boot camp. I remember laying in my rack, um, pissed and almost to a point of tears. And, and, and what's going through my head is I don't like being told what to do. I don't like, you know, a boss. I don't like rules. How the fuck did I find myself in a situation where people were yelling at me, telling me when to go to the bathroom, when to eat breakfast, when to run? I mean, they're they're constantly going off. And I'm like, Dude, this is miserable. Why am I still here? I mean, and, and in my head, I kept thinking, why do I got to go through all this shit? Why can't they just make me a Marine? Well, while going through Marine Corps boot camp, I got hurt twice. Mm. So when you're supposed to spend three months in boot camp, I spent six um, because I had to go through rehabilitation and everything. And during that rehabilitation time, you know, I had a lot of people telling me, hey, you know, you can just throw in the towel and come home, right? You don't have to keep going through this. Don't push your body that hard, you know, and the likes. And so it would have been really easy for me to quit. And I'm, I'll be honest, several times I almost did just said to hell with it. There's no reason to go through all this, but yeah. there was something that kept saying, Hey, you signed up for this shit, finish it. Yeah. And the day I graduated from Marine Corps boot camp, right? You go through this massive parade deck. The, the base commander comes out and says, boom, you're now a Marine. And when that happened, the weirdest thought came across my mind because most people, when they come out and say you're a Marine, it's like the greatest moment in history. Like, holy shit, I did it. I'm a Marine. They're excited. They're happy. As soon as he said that, the first thought that ran through my head was, well, fuck, that was easy. 
Mm. You know, and here I was this entire time beat my, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to go through it and everything else. And so it was a fascinating moment. Instead of saying how proud I was of what I was done, yeah. I get through it and I'm like, well, that was easy. And so now that's become, become my MO is as you're going through it, it only sucks right now. Yeah. Eventually you're going to get on the back side of it, look back and go, dude, that's fucking easy. Yeah. So, so for me, a lot of times is dude, it only sucks because you're learning something new. It only mm. sucks because it's new territory. You haven't been here before. Mm. So, of course, it's going to be tough. Of course, it's going to suck. Of course, it's going to be a bitch. You know, but eventually you're going to look back and go, damn, this is what I learned. This is what I took out of this. And and you're going to plow forward and evolve to that next level. Ah, yeah. So good. Wow. No, yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a great lesson. So I'm guessing now through your journey in business, you were like, I mean, it sucks now. But then when you made that change, when you adapted, right, and it's, you started not, you know, working in the business, but on the business, you're like, huh, this is easy, right? Like now you learn those lessons of what you went through and kind of like looking at it in perspective, you're like, in hindsight, you're like, huh, I can do this, right? It's not that difficult. Tony, right. do, do you find that people that come to you and, and your team to, to continue the development, they they already know this or do they go through that with you and or do you have a framework you know for those that are discovering this path right like for you was that moment right but for those that are sometimes and, and we've talked about this in the show like military and athletes right have the tendency to to you know withdraw like all this all this crazy stuff that comes with like building a business or a company and like just resist the friction moving forward uh, the longest, right? And then people that have not experienced that maybe is a little bit challenging. Do you have a framework for, for people that are going through that? Like, how does it work? Yeah, I, you know, it's not necessarily a framework. I, I'm just a guy that lives my life out loud. And what I mean by that is uh, people have asked me how I've been able to get so authentic a lot of times and tell the story like I tell it. And I'm like, look, you know, as, as I was building a business, there were no mentors. There were no people teaching me this shit. There was nobody to say, hey, this is the direction I go. So, and, and I'll be honest, I heard Gary Vee say, you know, you should be documenting your fucking journey. So I'm like, dude, nobody taught me this shit. So let me be the guy that teaches others what I'm going through. So mm. I, I don't want to say that I necessarily have a framework for it, but I damn sure have mm. shown by sharing my fuck ups, my losses, my screw ups and everything along the way. So, cause I mean, sometimes because of all the interviews and everything, people, you know, will put me on this higher plane, which I don't think is warranted because, you know, I still put my pants on the same way every morning you do, you know, one <laughs> leg at a fucking time. And, you know, but, but sometimes people want to put me up a little bit and, you know, I always come back to, dude, go back and just listen to what the things I'm telling you. I'm telling you the things I'm fucking up. I'm telling you the yeah. things I'm screwing up. And it's because I want you to learn through my lessons and want you to understand that that the more I break shit, the bigger the company goes and the more people can accomplish. So yeah. I, I, for me, I, and I think it's more of just sharing that message with for people and getting them to understand that every time a fear pops up in your business, like you're unsure or, or you're skeptical going that direction, yeah. if that scares the shit out of you, that's the right direction to go. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, so good. And, you know, I think that's the perfect segue for a question that I wrote a few minutes back. You mentioned something that you're, you know, open and passionate of being unapologetically loud and, and noisy, right? Like you're like purposely you do that, right? 
And was this the process on how you discover that I need to be loud and noisy? Like, yeah, yeah, perfect. Because what were you like? I mean, I think you kind of answered it already. A lot of people are like in that phase of man, like, what if, right? Like, what if like I lose followers, right? And I say I'm <laughs> quoting followers because there's really nobody following, you know, when you first start. <laughs> it happened to us. I mean, I, I mean, it is what it is, right? It's your friends and family, and then but. All of a sudden, as soon as you start with consistency over time, that message filters the people that kind of log in and, and continue to follow your journey. Was that the path when you first started? Like how how long did it take you to stay consistent, right? Like did you try for a little bit and then you stop or were you like, this is the thing. I know this is the thing. And then you just move forward. No, nah, for me, it's, it's always been this is the thing. And, and the, the reason being is I fucking love this shit. I love being out front. I love being loud. Um, I don't like the operational side of business still. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like the behind the scenes stuff. So, um, and I've always been a loud personality. You know, if I'm in a room, you're going to know I'm there. Mm -hmm. And so, so this has just been fueling the fucking fire to, yeah. to make sure um, I'm doing it. What, I didn't know was how to take my personality and put it in the marketplace. So that's mm -hmm. been an ongoing learning experience um, was how to translate that over. But one thing that I found is if somebody's not getting pissed off by your content somewhere, then you're not loud enough. Yep. Like, you know, literally yesterday I had a TikTok video where somebody jumped on. They're like, this is like shit from the 1980s. Get off TikTok, <laughs> Grandpa. Um, <laughs> so in my Facebook group, I screenshotted that, and I'm like, dude, I have a TikTok that's fixing to go viral because this motherfucker just jumped on a guy and sure shit. You know, yeah. it, it, that, that comment sent it up like 5,000 views, and I got 45 new followers. So it wasn't extremely viral, but, you know. Um, traction. Yeah, traction. totally. And and and, and you know, I did a TikTok today. And I'm like, and I call the person now and I put his quote up above me and I'm like, dude, thank you so much for calling me grandpa. I fucking respect the shit out of that. And thank you for the 5,000 additional views and the 45 followers. Yeah. I'm like, could you please come back on every video and call me fucking grandpa? You know? Yes. Um, so it's, it's, but it's, that's the, the, the magic of it all is mm. when you're loud, consistent, and you are just you and, and you're not worried about the impact or what people think about your content then your people show up. And what I mean by your people is the people that are into your message or they geek out on what you geek out on. And the more you can get those people together, just the more badassery happens. And that's, you know, that's amazing. I, I, and I love that, right? Like for us, it personally took us a long time to get over that hurdle of let's not care when we speak in front of the camera, right? Like we were afraid well i personally was afraid of like oh what are my friends gonna say like that fear uh of judgment i guess what if you want to put it that, that way yeah. i thought you were my friend uh, right okay. so, <laughs> so so yeah like it, it, it took us literally three years of consistently listening to people like gary vaynerchuk saying you need to publish you need to publish and we're like yeah we're gonna do it and then we'll set up the camera and the lights and the mics it's like Excuses. yeah we're gonna do it Excuses. but we were just putting friction in the process because I guess on the inside, we're like, we are not going to get it done. That's why we mm -hmm. keep adding all this friction. And it wasn't until one day that, you know, we had a, a gut punch. My brother tells a story where a few clients, right, they, they ask us, where is your content, right? You're selling me content, but where is yours? <laughs> and we're like, oh, no, there's none. And, you know, that went south pretty quick. And from that moment, we're like, okay, we need to start publishing. And what we did is 
let's remove the friction. Let's start getting out there. Let's embrace failing, right? We started telling ourselves quality of the message over quality of the production, right? Let's just put it out there. And since that moment, honestly, is when everything started picking up and changing for us. So I want to encourage right now. Sorry, Donnie, I'm going to do a shameless plug here real quick. But we have a challenge coming up. Next week starts February 8th. It's called the 45 Live, which is that one challenge that we did. It was 45 days in a row going live on Facebook, just speaking your message into the world. We didn't finish the 45 days because in day 15, somebody showed up and they were like, hey, let's make the biggest deal to date that you ever had. And we're like, what? That is amazing, right? And, and then... We went back to execution mode and we started telling ourselves, oh, no, we're too busy to to put ourselves out there again. Right. We were too busy in the business instead of working on the business. And then we did season two, day 17. Again, people came and we got new business. So now we want to do season three and we're opening the doors for people to join. So slide into the DMs at Bisbrosco. If you're interested, just text us 45 live and we'll get you in. Um, now that the, the break is over, uh, <laughs> Donnie, I'm thank ex- you for my word from our sponsors. Uh, yeah, the sponsors. <laughs> Donnie, I'm extremely curious, man, because you know, you, you developed this business that now, you know, kind of like rotates around networking and, and people working together. Where did that interest came from? Like yeah. what, where, what made you understand or curious about collaboration? Yep. So I'm going to I'm going to come back to that question and go back for one second when you talk about the business development side of things. Guys, when you think about business development, you can't ever take your foot off the gas, right? Business success is a lot, has a lot to do with fucking momentum. Mm-hmm. So if any moment in your time you think I don't need to do business development is a minute your company starts going in the turd or it goes into the tank, it's fucking dying, going backwards. So no matter what, put at least one business development behavior inside of your company that you have to execute every fucking day. And this is a thing that can't miss. And when I say every day, I mean Saturday and Sunday too, because you run a fucking business, not a job. Yeah. Right. Um, so as you run a business, you need to always be in the sales game. You're not always closing because I don't believe in closing. I believe in starting relationships, yeah. right? But you always are in the sales game no matter what. So to answer your question about you know how we developed this whole networking and the collaboration, um, it was interesting is the Badass Business Summit was supposed to happen in April of 2020. And we all know the whole world went to hell in a handbasket because of COVID. And so we end up having to postpone that that conference till September of 2020, in which we still did. We sold out a convention center, had people still fly in from all over the U.S. Um, and it was an amazing time. It was awesome. Um, but we're in Texas. We're wide open and, you know, life is good. But yeah. um, the at that moment when we realized that in April we couldn't do the Badass Business Summit, uh, and the convention center wasn't going to refund our money, you know, so we were going to be out of tens of thousands of dollars only that, you know, if we were getting affected by it, this conference center was getting affected by it. Holy shit. How many small businesses around the world yes. were going to be affected by this? And the second thought that I had was, oh, my God, all these businesses have never done business online in their entire life. And now they've got to do can go from 
no in-person to 100% online. So we created Success Champions Networking as a means for business owners still to come together, get to collaborate, meet people, open doors for each other, and to grow and scale um, as a business. And I mean, not to go off on my own commercial, but we launched in March of 2020. We're now up to 31 chapters across the U.S. Let's and go. you know, we're going opening up in Canada, London, wow. and we're working in Baja, Mexico, um, to open up a chapter there and keep rolling. And it came out is we took advantage of a moment to teach things we were already doing and providing an opportunity for small business owners to to rock out. Incredible. And I think we saved a lot of businesses. That's um, amazing. Giving that opportunity, uh, so. That's amazing. Pl- plug it in, Donnie. Like, where can people find this? Yeah, so just go to successchampionnetworking.com. Uh, when you get there, you're going to see my website. You're going to love it above the fold. Look at that me knowing marketing terms. Oh, it literally says you can't do epic shit surrounded by basic people. Uh, <laughs> um, um, and that's how we get everybody introduced to the brand and everything. So. Wow. Donnie, do you have a T-shirt that says that? Because if you do, I want to buy it. <laughs> yes. Well, um, we will now. <laughs> yes. Let us know. Let us know. I would, yeah. lo- I would love to walk around with that message on my chest, man. Yes. <laughs> Johnny, I, I mean, look at you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited that, that I met you today, right? I'm very excited that Fonzie kept you. I understand why he kept you hidden for, you know, a couple months. And it's like, no, don't. Don't. It's all mine. And, uh... <laughs> But you guys are doing amazing things. I'm not sure what to say with that. One. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Me neither. For people that are listening, for people that are listening right now, we both went like, what? Uh, yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, I thought uh, we knew this show was going to be keep awesome. Going. Keep just going. Keep going. Yeah, that's, that's right. You just keep right. digging the hole. Uh, okay. You just keep digging the hole. He muted me. It's there okay. You go. Okay. Anyways, where I'm going? Okay, editor, cut it out. No, it's not gonna be cut out. This is live. Anyways. You guys are doing something amazing, right? Like, first off, I recognize a couple of things, right? Like, you you have this amazing opportunity. You're providing a solution. Then, you know, life goes upside down, like many times happens. Like, we're originally from Venezuela. That happened to us as we were growing up with the dictatorship that happens there. There's a reason we're here in the States doing what we do now. But a lot of people miss the chances to adapt very quickly and do that like you guys did. And you created those opportunities, right? So... How does somebody go? Uh, what are, What are some of the, the the I guess mental tools or like what What is something that people can do to stay in that state of mind? Right? Like we lately we talked about a lot about opportunities, right? How to find those opportunities, right? And and we've recognized at least in us in this in in our journey right now that we need to st- stay in a certain type of mental awareness to be able to find and spot those opportunities, right? Because you could be like, oh, okay, well, we're completely canceled. We're not going to do that. Like I'm at peace. Maybe I'm at peace with losing thousands of dollars or maybe we're going to do a virtual or do this. But now you actually created opportunities, not only for you, your team, but for other business owners as well, which I feel is incredible. You took it to a whole new level. So what are some qualities? Because as a, maybe a small business owner or somebody is starting a company, right? and growing a company at whatever level, like challenges are always going to come to you. Like that's, that's just a given, right? Like, so what are some of the tools and ability that somebody might have to develop to, to develop that awareness and, and find those opportunities, right? Yeah, no, I love that. Um, you know, we've got a phrase inside of the team, uh, inside the entire company and the, the, the team laughs because I say it all the time and it's, let's go break some shit. Um, and what I mean by that is, is if, if at any point in your business it's comfortable, something mm-hmm. bad's about to happen. 
Mm. You know, um, so we create our own chaos so we can control the bad, right? You're not going to go in and create and go bigger, go louder, do new things without shit falling apart at some point. So we go in and try and create the failure on purpose. Mm. Um, and, you know, there, the guy who played Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones gave one of the fucking greatest commencement speeches I've seen. And it's, you only need to watch like the last two minutes of his entire speech. But he's got a segment in there. He talks about fail, fail better, right? Fail again. And that whole idea of fail better for me is what sums up what really it need to be to be a badass business owner. Because is if you're not pushing the envelope, if you're not going bigger, if you're not finding yourself in situations where you're like, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. right? I don't know what the next move forward is, then you will not evolve to the stage you need to to grow a bigger business. You're going to get complacent. You're going to continue to go for the easy stuff. You're not going to take any risk and you're not going yeah. bigger. Yeah. You need to create chaos in your world. So what we'll do is um, – because I'm such a risk taker, I've, I've put things in place now that I'm like, shiny object, fuck, that's the next thing. Let's <laughs> go that direction. I now go, okay, who on my team could own that to see if we should go all in or not? So, like, Clubhouse mm. came out, right? Yeah. And, you know, Clubhouse, people were asking me to be on stages, or, you know, be in the rooms and all this kind of stuff. I'm an Android guy. I didn't have an iPhone. So, yeah. but enough people came, I, you know, ordered an iPhone off of eBay. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not missing this ride, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and jump in. Now I got an iPhone. I still fucking hate Apple products, but <laughs> you know, we're now in doing this clubhouse thing and, you know, first week on clubhouse, we made almost $10,000 in revenue for the company. Wow. And I was like, son of a bitch, there, there, there's something here. So I challenged the team. All right, guys, let's go all in. Let's figure out what we need to break, what we need to do. How do we capitalize on a moment? And that's how we've taken on everything is when you see it, yeah. take it to a point where it starts creating chaos. If the chaos turns into something, you're like, fuck, yes, we can do something with this. Yeah. Go all in. Wow. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I, I love the, that idea of spotting the opportunities and then sending someone on your team like, hey, you tell me, I, I trust you, you have my full confidence and in your abilities on deciding whether this is going to, you know, take us to point B, C, whatever point we need to, to get. I, I, I really like that idea because I feel a lot of people, they put that weight on their shoulders. It's like, I have to discover these opportunities. I am the one as a business owner that has to decide whether this works or not. At the end of the t- uh, of the day, it's a it's a team what we got, right? Like yeah. the idea of building a team is not so they can just do a specific things in our business, but it's so so we can support each other, right? Like for example, like my brother say, I'm the dreamer and he's more of the operations person and that's great because like we complement what we do. Imagine if both we both were the operators and now we're like fighting over the same type of processes that we have to do. So I love that, that, that idea of, again, collaboration, but now instead of bringing it from 
a big community, you're bringing it inside of your own team. How can we collaborate in a way that is going to push the yeah. business forward and, and, and break some shit, like you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at your guys, and I don't know how big your company is, but I'm, I'm wondering, you know, you guys talk about one does this, one does the other. But imagine the more your team can be focused in their lanes – And own that side of things, and, and you guys get to that cool level of fucking trust where you're like, all right, dude, you go own this, you figure this out, you figure out how this makes yeah. this work, come back, and then sell me on the idea of why we should move the company in that direction. Yeah. It allows you to hit more of the marketplace at one go. Yeah. Um, and, and we just do that every time we bring on somebody new. We're like, cool, this is your lane. Yeah. I'm going to have an opinion on everything, but you've got to tell me why we're going that direction, What? why does it make sense, and then all of a sudden how much resources we're going to push into oh, it. I, I, love, I it. love this because, I mean, t you know, last year was the, the year that everything kind of started moving forward, like, really quick for us. I mean, we went from freelancing to, like, almost not knowing what to do to now a team of eight and very solid process on – one thing that we do really, really well with the show and everything around it, right? So, and and now that I look back at that comment, I'm identifying situations where maybe for lack of my capacity, I was like, go ahead, you go implement, go do it, right? And it was more of a reaction, my reaction personal to, because I didn't have the time maybe to look it up, I'm mean, like, go execute, right? And then they'll come back and be like, oh my God, this is incredible. You took it from a level five to like a level 11, right? And it's like, it's sweet, that's now that, that that's the solution. So, What I'm taking from this conversation, and I hope everybody listening, you know, in a similar position is do this on purpose, right? Like it's like, uh, just recognize that we don't, we don't need to reach that capacity, right? To, to do it ourselves. And then, oh, you, you go do it, delegate it out of frustration. It's like, no, let's actually do it on purpose. Go out, do it. And then, and then come back. Um, I, I know that we're, we're running very quick on time. And I have a question here because you, you mentioned that you you were prone to to take risks right and you were like and and you you mentioned and i think i don't know i don't know if this was like under the the comment there but it's like i put systems in place so you can take those risks right where sometimes when people are starting and this happened for the first like three years we were like very very scared right to take those risks uh to the point like in 2019 we our first investment in coaching was like 25 grand that, that we did not have and we're like let's take the effing risk right like we're just going all in and we'll figure it out and, and we did so it took a moment of like a very big sweaty armpit moment to to do that for the first time and then after that it's like every other opportunity we're like do it you know we know that we're capable of What do you say to those people that are in that position where it's like, man, like I, I, I feel like I need to take the risk, but I don't know because of my family, because of my team, I have these responsibilities, X, Y, Z. Like what is, what is your comment to them? If you're not willing to bet at all, get out. I mean, I literally bet the farm on building a business and I almost lost it. You know, um, I mean, I almost lost everything that I owned and, you know, it came down to is – Being an entrepreneur, being a business owner is not for the faint of heart. This is not easy, right? And I know there's a lot of insta millionaires that are like, mm -hmm. you know, you can make a ton of money, blah, 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 and, and, you know, buy my course and you'll be a millionaire tomorrow and all this other bullshit, right? It, but it comes down to success is found on the other side of the risks, the fear, the challenges, the evolution, and everything else. If you can't bet at all, go get a job. Yeah. Um, Go work for somebody else because 
you're gonna to get to the level of freedom that most people sought to get to when they start a business it requires for you to shock the system and and if you've got any sort of backup plans you know it's why i'm not big on side hustles and all that kind of stuff go all in because yeah, yeah. Uh, any type of backup plan you're going to use it yeah. so so get in or or, or get out i mean I that, that's how i decided to become a business owner I was like, either jump in now at 40 years old and figure it the fuck out or get okay working for other people. But you can't keep making yourself fucking miserable while working for other people. So get in, take the risk, or shut up and continue doing what you're doing. Yeah. 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 Love it. Love it. Thank you, Donnie. I really appreciate it. And now that we're coming here towards the end, we have two questions. No, we always well, one, I think that's a, a very good action point. Just right, so right. I, we, we always ask for an action point, but I think I, I, I like was, the one that you say. We can turn that into the action point for sure. action point in there. Like, if you're not willing to bet it all, get out. Uh, I, I I personally had a, a, a very hard time identifying that because I was the guy with a plan B, right? Like I was like, oh, because of the wife, because of X, Y, Z, like then we got in the same page. Very lucky that she's now like on board with everything that we do, right? She doesn't even question the decisions that we're making now. Uh, but I was that guy. So I identify so much with with that phrase. And uh, and it did. It did it for us, right? Like, and now it's not even an option. We're like, this is it, right? Uh, and I don't know where it's going to go. Hopefully, great. But that's it, right? So yeah. last question, Johnny, are you ready? Fancy, you can you can yeah. you can have this. Oh, I appreciate it. Well, wow, what an honor. You're welcome. <laughs> Johnny, so your win. We, we always ask this question, you know, and it is where would you be if you didn't publish, if you didn't have a podcast, a platform? Um I'm probably working for somebody else. You know, um I think at this point, as with most entrepreneurs, I think we're unemployable. I think we get to a place where we just get broken and we realize we could never work for somebody again. Um, you know, but podcasting, you know, dude, it it, it it saved everything. It fixed everything. It taught me to grow up a hell of a lot more. So um, I don't know if I'm so hell bent on that you go through everything and everything happens for a reason. I don't know if, how much truth that is. I know I can look back on a lot of shit and go, wow, I went through that to learn this, you know, and, and I think there's, there's some power in that. You know, I think there's some comfort in, in that when you look back on things. But if, if I hadn't found the means to put my message in the marketplace, be able to tell my story, be able to share the shit that I've gone through, I'm not sure I've been able to scale the businesses to the level that we've had. Uh, We probably would have found another way, but I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad we found it the way we had. I mean, we're launching another podcast right now called Growth Mode. That's fixing to come out. Um, And, you know, it's fun because we're taking everything we learned from the first podcast, Success Champions, and we're applying it to this one. And, you know, we're going to take it to the stratosphere. So, yeah. it, it, it podcasting has done everything that I needed it to for my business. So it was, it was awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that, Donnie. And where can people find you? Where can they, you know, join the network? Yeah. So the best way to get in touch with me is if they will send a text. I don't know how it works. If you're listening international, I think you got to do a plus one, but <laughs> send the words. I am a success champion. 817-318-6030. Send us that text to 817 
318-6030. It's in the words, I am success champion. Uh, that'll get you in the system. We'll send you over some stuff, and uh, that'll get you pointed to all the right directions. Awesome. Okay, well, yeah, we're, we're going to leave all the info right below. You got to do is scroll down, text that number, um, and it, just connect with Donnie. This has been an incredible honor. Donnie, thank you so much for coming out and sharing. Fonzie, uh, any last thoughts? No, that, no? that was incredible. Yeah. Indeed, the most <laughs> interesting guy in the world, <laughs> Donnie Boyvin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, with that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at Beast Bros. Go. That is right. And if you find this episode to be epic and yeah. Donnie to be a badass, please don't forget to share it and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs>